Did you invest all your time and energy and he didn't commit? And now you're left because you've given all your power away. Now, if he won't commit, do this to take your power back. Now, if you're ready to break those habits and actually attract the right man for you into your life, then pop into the comment section. I am ready. I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want desires and pursues you forever. Now, if you like anything that I wear, that I share, anything about my background, do me a favor, give it a like. And also don't forget to subscribe for more juicy videos coming your way. And lastly, sharing is caring. So if you resonate with the content, share it with a girlfriend or two. And of course, don't forget to listen to the very end because I do have a juicy surprise bonus for you. So let's go ahead and dive right into what you should do to get your power back. So number three is heal your attachment style. So what often happens if he won't commit to you is what I've really seen is 95% of the women that come to me have an anxious attachment style. So it could be anxious avoidant, anxious ambivalent, um, and so on. But there's always an anxious component with that. So that's an invitation to heal that attachment style because otherwise you are attracting emotionally unavailable, also known as dismissive avoidant attachment styles. And you know what happens is they dangle the carrot in front of your nose and they will never commit. No matter how much time you put in and how much attention you pay to them, no matter how much you pray to God, right? They will not commit. And what oftentimes happens is that it's an unhealed childhood wound. Because you see, once upon a time, you were a little child. And if you had an emotionally unavailable parent, for many different reasons, maybe they were stressed, maybe they were sick, maybe they were busy and they were gone due to work, right? Maybe they had a mental illness. It could be many different reasons why they were not available. But when they're not available and you're reaching out because you want to get your needs met, right? You're reaching out for love, for affection, for milk, but whatever it is, right? For touch. And you don't get that. That's disrupting your attachment, right? That's disrupting your bonding. So what starts to happen is like you keep doing it and you experience a disappointment. Then you start to make it about yourself because you're saying, wait a minute, uh, I must be doing something wrong because clearly my parents are amazing and, uh, you know, they're the, hu best, the first human sample uh, that I get to see after my birth, right? So they're, they're of course, like God. They're on a pedestal. So it must be about me. So then, like, you make yourself wrong, right? You start to feel insignificant. You start to feel helpless. You start to feel powerless. And then eventually, like, that's too painful for you, and you develop a coping mechanism. So this is how this all starts, right? So you start to become misindependent. But in reality, you still are so yearning for your needs to be met, so it's really important for you to heal your attachment style because otherwise you attract men into your life who are like, oh, she's misindependent. Great. I don't want anyone to rely on me. Fantastic. I'm avoidant. She's not really connected to her needs, at least not in the beginning. 
let's get together, like let's date. Also, if you haven't heard your attachment style, you will actually find yourself being crazy attracted and having crazy polarity to a man who's not healthy for you because that reminds you of your childhood, right? So it's really saying, oh, I resonate with that. This feels familiar. So that's why you want to heal your attachment style to take your power back instead of staying attached to a man who's simply not good for you. Now, if you're liking this content so far, give me a favor, do me a favor, give it a thumbs up, like it, and subscribe. Number two is asking yourself, where are you not committing to yourself? Right? So you want to really see, okay, wait a minute. The quality of men I tracked into my life is directly proportional to the relationship I have to myself. So if the man won't commit, where am I not committing, right? Where am I committing to a part of me? Maybe that well-presented part, right? Maybe that professional part, maybe that funny part, maybe that confident part, but I'm not going to commit to that angry part of me. I'm not going to commit to that sad part of me. I'm not going to commit to that insecure part of me, right? So asking yourself, where am I not committing to myself? So for example, like I made up the story. I had, of course, emotionally unavailable parents and I made up the story. You know, I need to have it all together, right? So like what I'm certainly not committing to is like that, that helpless part because I, I need to make sure I can provide for myself. Like I need to make sure I don't need anyone. And then of course, because I was disconnected from my needs, so I was at least pretending I was and I was relatively numb, right? To actually needing support, reaching out for support. That's the kind of man that they attracted into my life. When I then finally did my work, right, of course, also with mentors, workshops, seminars, and so on, it was absolutely incredible because I actually started to commit to all of the parts inside of myself. And of course, when I attracted my husband into my life, he loved all of my parts. As a matter of fact, the night after I was the biggest biatch to him, so to say, so it's definitely a part that I wasn't necessarily proud of, he proposed marriage to me. And then we got married two months later, right? So that's what happens when you're committing to yourself. And finally, number one, do an inventory of his energies. Okay, hold on. Let me back off. So men have different energies inside of themselves. So do women. What happens is when we get attached to a man, when we decide like he's the one I want to commit to him, I want him to commit to me, it's usually we just get familiar with like maybe two energies. So maybe we see that he's a hard worker right? He's a very strong warrior. Or maybe he has a very strong inner boy, right? Maybe he's like really funny and playful and creative. But then you're like, wait a minute, how is this king? Does he have a life direction? How is this wild man? Does he feel actually like really embodied? Does he have an edge, right? Like all the different energies. So you actually want to see, wait, which of those energies does he not have? Because then you actually allow him to be human, Versus being like sort of this this idealistic phenomena that you may um, make him to be, so to say, right? And then, of course, makes you give your power away. So before we go into the bonus that I have for you, what do you do to take your power back? Leave that in the comment section. And for those of you who said until the very end, the bonus is take him off the pedestal. Now, one thing that I always say is the soulmate is real. The pedestal you put him on is 
not. You know, it's really funny. A few years ago, my girlfriend asked me after I met my husband, and she was actually one of the women who was in my back then uh, soulmate support group, right? She was the only one who hadn't attracted, funny enough. Um, everybody else, I attended their weddings. That was the maid of honor and all the things, right? We had just one successor after the other. She had such a high like level. She had this man on a pedestal. And I said, you know what? If you knew how normal it is to meet the man, how just it, it's just going to be so normal. You may not even notice that he's your soulmate. It may feel like breathing. It's not going to feel like fireworks. So when you're able to take him off the pedestal and not make him this extraordinary thing, right? You will be able to like take your power back. Another way to say that is what my husband always says, it's just the usual. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, he's this always wanted, never expected miracle, just it's just the usual. There's more where this came from, right? Like this is more, of course, of course, this man was interested in me and there's, there's more where this came from. Now, if you want to learn how to attract the right man for you, take our free relationship diagnostics at mymquiz.com. And if you haven't done so already, watch next. When he deeply loves you, he will start saying these five things. Lots of love to you, ladies. And I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.